You can catch Nerd Radio live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central. In between each segment will be samples of the songs you can hear during our live broadcast. Please enjoy. Everybody and welcome to Weekly Nerdy News. I am one of your hosts, Nick. Here with me today is it's it's Nate. I'm uh, <clears throat> not dead. Might have the Rona, but not dead. Yikes! A million. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, welcome to Weekly Nerdy News. From comic book movies to Oscar winners, pro players, hardcore gamers, and even beginners, this is the broadcast for everything nerd culture this is weekly nerdy news thank you guys so much for joining us um hi hi guys how, how are you doing um so we're gonna get started off today um usually our first segment hey how how's you doing how's you doing so uh, uh, how you doing nate <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 do, I'm doing good. You, you struggling there for a minute? It, <laughs> it oh, was like, let's switch to you. Yeah, you probably should switch to me. I'm talking and you can't see me. Oh, okay, yes, now we're actually in a broadcast. Yay. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, wait, real quick. Let me. We do have someone from France. Bonjour. Uh, je m'appelle Nicolas. Let's not uh, send them away right off the bat um, on, let me change I, my i'm sorry but that is how you say it so why am i sending them away um yeah i mean I've, i'm probably uh, saying it like super white like je ne sais quoi <laughs> yeah Ameri- yeah yeah probably um, but yeah, i'm no. trying isn't that is, doesn't that count for something yeah, like I said, I'm good. Um, I well, like I said at the top, there's a good, well, not a good chance. Uh, we we've been dealing. We're in a quarantine right now, actually, because uh, my wife tested positive for the Rona. Messy, so messy. that's uh, it's fun time, fun time. So um, just wear a plastic brag around her. I mean, it'd be a, a nice back, reverse back, back from when you have it, sex. You know? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we, we actually had a really good day yesterday in particular. Uh, we watched uh, a couple movies. We watched Run on Hulu with uh, Sarah Paulson. Run. I know. I know. I, every time I, that, that song has ruined that for me. Um, and then we, uh, what was it? We watched Love and Monsters last night. We finally watched that. Finally? Okay, come on, come on. We got some, we got some things to talk about. What, what is your views on that right now? When I say cute, I'm not meaning it in a like derogatory. derogatory sense. Okay, okay. It's like it was very like my okay. I'll say it like this: my only complaint on it is I want more. If that makes sense, like well, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Like like two parts in particular, like the whole thing with um, Clyde and Minnow. Um, a, I just love Michael Rooker, but I want to see more of them. Um, like I wish we could, I, I feel like that whole scene was very short and watching yeah. it, yeah. I was like, I, I, I know, I noticed that, but towards the end, I realized why it's cause, Oh, there was a lot more at the end than I expected. Cause halfway through, I was like, where is this going to go? 
And and here's the thing, like I kind of called it. Obviously, spoilers for the movie if you haven't seen it. I called it kind of at the beginning when he was talking to her on the radio. Because the way the trailer makes it sound is, oh, my God, I found you. I'm now actually going to go find you instead of, oh, no, I've been talking with you. Right, um, yeah. I, I had a feeling it was going to be one of those he shows up and she's like, mm, I'm not really interested. <laughs> uh, I'm not really interested. Like, so, look, it's, like, super sweet that you, like, cross the country and, like, risk your life for me. I mean, if anything, the really messed up thing is that at the beginning, she was pretty much like, oh, yeah, I'm going to wait for you or whatever, which, you know, that's what everybody says. Sure. But it's still a little fucked up that she was just like, oh, yeah, this other guy, which granted, I mean, did they ever establish how long it has been since they were talking? Seven years. No, since they were talking. Um, it took him a while to find her, obviously. It took him a while to find her. Yeah. And I then, didn't say how long, how long it was. No. I mean, maybe some some point they might have mentioned it or something. I can't remember. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just weird that it's like, hey, I'm going to come come to you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, have fun with that. And then he makes his whole way there. I thought it was, um, as much as, like, I hated that they didn't have an absolute yes, we're together. I mean, it was very ambiguous towards the end. But I do like kind of the subversion of, expectations because it's like you expect him to get all the way there and and she's like oh my god i love you whatever i can't believe you made it here but instead it's like no i'm sorry that's just not how it works or whatever so instead they kind of gave us this ambiguous that will they won't they kind of thing which i actually think works a little bit better and it makes it feel a little bit more real because yeah they were apart for like seven years she had somebody else and she he ended up dying or whatever and so yeah but i mean like i i I would have to say and i mean corona has something to do with it probably but i would have to say that's one of my favorite movies of the year because it was just really well put together you could tell this was put together before everything happened because it felt like an actual movie yeah. And I mean, I mean that not only just from like the the freaking special effects, like all the monsters look oh, the monsters super realistic, um, but just the storytelling was really well put together. There was very clear, like, like instead of him just like becoming a badass overnight, like they really made me believe that he he made that struggle, so to speak. He got to that point where he's like, "Yeah, I'm a badass now," and you know, even when he like, any even when he takes on the like the big monster at the end or whatever, he isn't just like kicking its ass twenty four seven. He's actually struggling, and it made it way more believable. It made me like his character a lot more, and yeah. So I I genuinely genuinely love that movie. Like, yeah, one of the best of the year. I mean, isn't saying much, <laughs> right? Because of the well, year we've had, but even still, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Well, I still, we still have to watch Wonder Woman at some point, um, especially because do it we though? Do we? I feel like I, I've, I've heard enough. To. Where I've, like I've my my views to. on the first one, um, which if, if if you don't know, I like the first one. Nothing necessarily wrong with it, but I feel like everybody agrees that the third act was just kind of and. The middle was like really awesome, and then the beginning was just like, all right, come on, get on with it. So it's like there was too much holding me back t- to actually enjoy it. So, yeah, for me, um, we didn't actually see the first Wonder Woman until last year. Yeah. Um, and 
I, it was one of those that I'd heard that it was good, and everyone was like, oh, my God, yeah, you got to watch it. Um, I was about to tell it's you. Good. And I'm like, <laughs> it was boring. <laughs> I was like, I was yeah. like, it was. Yeah. It, it, it had one my... good scene. One good scene where it's just like, God damn. Well, honestly, all the way up until I think they went to the ball, like the uh, the the event. Um, dude, dude, you're because... talking about the porno, not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of the uh, all of the stuff leading up to it like the whole scene of of um i don't even remember his name chris pine's character yeah. stealing the plane and like bombing like like all that was really cool but going to the very end mm-hmm. when it turned into the Zack snyder cgi fest of yeah. a character i didn't give a shit about the entire like you told me about him cool like you kind of like you, you did a good job of leading it up but it was like that made the movie pointless to me. And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like the sacrifice of Chris Pine. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't, I, it was just like, it was not, I, I would say it's one of the, I would definitely put it below Batman versus Superman. 100%. <laughs> I, I would, and I don't wow. think that's an argument at all. Um, Actually it is because, well, no, I do like Batman. Versus no, Superman. the extent, the extended edition of Batman, like, and, and when I say Batman versus Superman, I'm talking about the extended edition. Cause that's about the, the real movie. Not that other the real shit movie, all you people saw in the movie yeah, theater. Not, not the, not the actual, <laughs> uh, which I know is like, is it's a, it's kind of a bullshit argument as well, but, but I want to see in 1984 because I want to, the first time I actually want to be in the zeitgeist of it. Like I want to see, okay, is it as bad as everyone's talking about? I don't right. really want to wait three years to watch it and then be like, Oh, okay. Like I kind of see um but i like that it's given me that timetable of the 24th because it's making me like okay you know I, yeah. I, i'll go ahead and watch it. i've got a timetable I've got a deal. Uh, but yeah that was this is technically a 20 this is a 2021 movie isn't it it's not 2020 or did, well, no, no it, it came, came out, out on oh, christmas okay. yeah, that's right that's right um <laughs> you learn your timetables <laughs> Learn my timetables, um but yeah i mean we we did watch soul um last week oh actually Ah, oh, my so God. About, okay. Is, yeah. it, it, is it right what I said about it? Which what I said about it was that it's the most mature theme wise Pixar movie probably of all time. Clear cut. Yes. I would yeah. say Inside Out is a little bit more, but Inside Out deals with a lot more ideology, like like more yeah. complex ideology. Like it's not in your face where this is like, hey, and in your face in a good way. It's like, hey. Um, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> you know, right, you, you right. can understand it. It's not all, as much to unpack. Um, but I, I love soul. I think I would love it more if I was able to show it. Like when we do have, finally have kids, um, mm-hmm. someone put it that they're like, this is one of those movies that you have to show your kid. Like they have right. to grow up watching. I'm like, I agree with it. I think I love inside out more. Yeah. Um, just because that one still fucks with my head pretty like in an existential way um and and i really like that one made me think really really hard about oh like kind of really made me think about my existence kind of thing which soul does and and that's the point of it Mm -hmm. but um i don't know there's something about and and i'll go back and rewatch inside out to to kind of cement that to see if that's the case but Mm -hmm. talk about probably one of the most beautifully beautifully animated movies i have ever seen yeah yeah Pixar bringing its A game. I mean, what I loved so much about it is that pretty much anything you've seen of it, if you've only seen the trailers, you've only seen like act one. You know what I mean? 
And so I really love how like Act One was exactly what I expected because that's yeah. what I was advertised. Act Two takes this like, huge divulge and it's just like oh oh my god like you know what I mean like it's like it was really weird to see to see um just where they went with it or whatever I guess I don't want to give too much away other than if you see the little posters with the cat like that means something to the story yeah <laughs> um one of the... not only that but then the third act was even even more like thought provoking because it was like you know the entire movie he's working towards something and then he kind of gets that something for the most part and then it's just like oh what now and it's like that what now that really really hit me like oh shit like and especially what ends up happening afterwards it's just like damn that's that's good that's good that that that's nice yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. And one of my favorite characters, honestly, in the movie was uh, the I don't I don't remember I don't remember his name. The uh, <laughs> the God, what is his name? The the blue one, the one that noticed the count was off. Oh, Terry, Terry, because everybody God, else I, is Jerry. <laughs> yeah, God, the Terry, like the part of the the when there was like. Here, Terry, here's your award that you specifically requested that we give you, but here it is. It's like, yeah, that's <laughs> right? award that I request. Like, it's just the humor. <laughs> I also I likes that. how he, he accidentally gets that one guy, and he's like, oh, wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, pulls it back, and he's just, like, cowering. And he's like... <sighs> Dude, he's like, I, mean, I that forget everything you see. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really, really good. really good overall. Um, I, I really do feel like they they juggled really serious topic, which is like death and whatever. But, you know, they juggled it with, you know, hey, here's this funny, you know, sequence of events or whatever. It, they juggled that really well. And I think those are the best Pixar movies, you know. Yeah, I, I like definitely would have would have been fine if it was just a funny robot going everywhere but the fact that it does kind of have an extra meaning to it is what really makes wally really good same thing about nemo any of their just absolute classics or whatever it's like there's something underneath the surface something that you can you know really learn from it even if you don't know you're learning from it and then you Mm -hmm. get older and you can still appreciate that as an adult because that's the one thing about pixar in general is that this is this is like the very few people who make kids movies that are actually for everyone you know because i mean like a really good example (laughs) have you seen no more heroes yet Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) God, you're so lucky. Um, Yeah, that is so headache-inducing because it's just so freaking dumb, so gosh darn dumb, and it's because it's made a thousand percent for kids. Versus Pixar, like I said, is made, you know, fifty to seventy-five percent for kids, and then also adults. But I'd say more fifty-fifty actually. You know, because I really yeah. feel like as an adult, I'm getting just as much, if not more, out of Soul than I am if I was just watching it. Same thing with um, 
onward. A lot of people didn't like that. I don't know why. It was a really good, really good story. Not that, not, that I, not that I didn't like it. I just don't think it's the best quality Pixar movie that they've come out with. I know, but that's saying a lot. <laughs> it is. It Pixar, is. Yeah, like, it's, I feel like anytime that. somebody rags on Onward, they're not realizing that like a bad Pixar movie is still a really good fucking big right. Pixar movie. Like. Right. But either way, like, the messages under everything is like, oh, you know, two brothers going on a trip, having a good time, fighting, fighting, you know, concrete demons and stuff. And it's like, but then, like, the message under everything is just like, okay, like, I could still enjoy that as an adult. I can even, like, tear up and everything. I'm like, ah, that means something, you know? Yeah. This makes me definitely want more original Pixar stuff. Like, I, I'm, I don't, I don't think from now on I want any more sequels of anything. Um, I, I just, I don't, <laughs> I, I want to see more original, um, stuff. And I haven't gone back and rewatched the, uh, the, I've seen some Easter egg videos and apparently there's a bunch from soul that I just didn't pay attention to. Oh yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the, this is, I mean, they, they're just continuing to push the bar forward as far as what animation can do, but also what store, like what we can do with storytelling. So yeah, it's, it, I was very, very impressed. I, I it, if we're comparing the two, I definitely would put Soul over Love and Monsters. Um, oh yeah, as far as favorite movie of the year, right, right. Me too, me too. But I can't, I can't think of any other movies I watched this year. <laughs> I know it's so hard. Well, I mean, because like, there's tons of Netflix movies, and I've watched almost every single one of them. But yeah, it's so hard to, you know. So we're gonna get into the news. Right after our first music break. So stick in with us and we'll be right back. Woo! What a way to start the morning here with ThreadX3 Productions. That's our sponsor for today. Thread X3 Productions, make sure to go to our YouTube where you can find previews, reviews, nerd radio clips, and more. That's Thread X3 Productions on YouTube. Check it out. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a like. Give us all that stuff. If you can't catch us live, you can catch us afterwards there. All right? Okay? Come on! <laughs> Sorry. All right, so let's... <laughs> oh my god. All right, so let's get into the news of the day, shall we? Shall we? Yes. And so the first one of today, Mr. Krabs joins Dexter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I saw this and I was like, huh? And I'm like, oh, okay, it's the voice actor. So, like, the, the guy who does, like, the real deep voice from literally any co uh, cartoon ever. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Clancy Brown. Clancy! There can be, be only one. <laughs> right. Also from Highlander, which I forget a lot of times. What is your feelings so far on the fact that there's even a Dexter revival? Like, were you into the original? Like, what, what's your thing? So that's the thing. When I first heard the news about this, I was like, okay, whatever, cool. I don't really care. But um, now I do because I actually started it. I, I've only seen the first three episodes. Oh, God. But what I've, what I've, what, no, I just started it recently. Like, recently. I know, I know. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, I can't. Only like I a day late, a buck short. 
So yeah, I can't even well, talk spoilers with you and and what it means moving forward. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, no, you really can't. But I um I like this because a I love Clancy Brown. Um, Clancy. Based on based on what you said, I assume that he he was in the show to begin with, wasn't he? Uh, no, he, he okay. he's the new like uh he's going to be the new main villain for the season. I I believe. Oh, okay. So. That's okay. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. That that's cool. I love Clancy Brown and what I've seen from Dexter oh. so far. It's it's hard a little bit to watch just because it it, it is dated kind of like yeah. yeah I can it, see what you mean. Yeah, slight way. Um, but I know that it'll get better. Obviously through the through the following seasons. But I think when I get to the point of the final season, the final season, if I should actually mm-hmm. watch that, I which I feel like I, I need to. You, you need to. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I I wonder how much how much you would have to actually watch in order to be... Because, I mean, he does go through a journey, obviously. So it's like maybe watch season one, season three, and then the last season... Oh, no, wait. Is it season three or season four? If if you've watched it and you know the spoiler that I'm not trying to give away, let me know which, which season is it. Like the really... <laughs> like, uh-oh, that really changed his life. Season... Th- I think it might be season four. God damn it. Let me know in the comments. Hey. Yeah. Um, I'll see you. camera to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Or maybe, just maybe, um, Elijah Wood has something to say about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> does um, he now? Yes, he does. Um, this was weird because, like, I saw the headline, which was, give me a sec. I, I feel like I have so many more things to do now. Elijah Wood talks Amazon's Lord of the Rings TV show. And so it's like that sentence was like, wait a second. Hold on. There's a fucking TV show? <laughs> like, who didn't oh, tell me this? <laughs> I didn't. didn't. I don't know, know why. I, didn't I don't know, know why you didn't know that either, because that was a big thing that Amazon was putting a billion or a couple billion oh, dollars geez. into into this Amazon production. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well. You know, sorry, Nathaniel. Now, here's the thing that's really funny about that clip that you put on there, though, is I love that Elijah Wood face because that's the keep your secrets face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I am surprised you didn't know this. Um, I'm I kind of share his sentiment of basically he was like, I'm super fascinated to see um, what what they're going to do. Now, one thing that's interesting um, and the quote that's coming from the article here, um, he says they're calling it the Lord of the Rings, but I think it's slightly misleading. From what I understand, the material they're working on exists chronologically further back in history in the lore of Middle Earth right. rather than characters in the movie. So he's kind of not confirming, but kind of confirming that it might be in the um, Cimmerian era. <laughs> the before um, four times. <laughs> the before four times, which would basically like what they classify as the second age, which a lot of people speculated and figured that was going to be the case. But right. I think that's right. awesome, especially because like, let's stay away from the movies, yeah. but still same stuff in the world. And like Amazon putting a bunch of money into this, mm-hmm. usually for most to be like, oh, throwing money at it doesn't mean it's going to be good. But it's this is one of those. It's kind of like Star Wars, where you can't really fuck with Lord of the Rings. Like you're yeah. having to have a very pissed off fan base if you do this wrong. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully the money goes towards prosthetics, um, props, you Practical know, those kind of things yeah. that like we can actually see and we can feel like we can actually touch because that's that is part of what made um, 
the original trilogy so good. The second trilogy, that's what it's fucked up. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, let's just have this weird True. fantastical sequence where they're in fucking barrels. And okay, it's like, so why? I, when it comes to The Hobbit, the and first one is okay. Wait. Second one, really fucking good. Desolation of Smog is a really, really good Hobbit movie. The third one, I can't fucking remember. I've seen it once and I just remember there was fighting. And that was it. And I think that <laughs> actually the entire movie. So I will give you that. Um, that is an example of where they fucked up with Lord of the Rings. So I think that this could also be kind of a Disney Star Wars situation yeah. where Disney fucked up with the sequel trilogy. Now they are definitely not going to yeah. and showing people, hey, we're, so if they follow that same trajectory, I think they're going to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on up. We got maybe. <laughs> we got Wonder Woman soars Wonder past Woman. $118 million dollars um this is interesting because it's fucking covid and <laughs> like um but yeah this is actually pretty interesting because this is probably the first one to get anywhere close to that yeah because even if we look at the box office i have it right here even if we look at the box office, like The Croods, which is a really good, like, family movie, that only made, uh, totally, it only made, like, 34,000, or 30, yeah, 34,000. No, no, 34 million, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I I cannot read, it's a bit hard. (laughs) Uh, Right before that, News of the World, which is the Tom Hanks one. Everybody loves Tom Hanks, and he had the Rona, so you think you'd want to support him, America, but apparently not, because it's only six million <laughs> total, total one million last Tenet? week. So, yeah. What was Tenet? Because that one I don't remember. Uh, I know that. Are you gonna make me go back that. into it now? Yes, I am. Absolutely. Tenet, 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 Tenet. All the way down here, 57 million. So even by that standard, that's a Christopher Nolan movie, okay? Yeah. People go for, to the movies for a Christopher Nolan movie, and that one only made 57 million. So, yeah, this one making, what was it, 118? Like, that's a that's a good thing. Too bad it wasn't on a better movie, but, you know, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's what's funny, too. I could have contributed to this, and I did. And that's yeah. kind of going, going into what I was talking about before with wanting to see it before it leaves. It was my birthday in December and we haven't gone to a movie all year. Like most people have it. And I was like, I would really like to do that. And when I looked at the box office, as far as what was playing near me, mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. I'm in Texas and our theaters are still open. I, apparently that's not a thing in, in most other places. Um, but I looked and I was like, what's in IMAX? And it was wonder woman. And I go, don't know if that's worth paying 16 bucks a ticket. Yeah. To yeah. That movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we actually have one next to us, well, not next to us, but near us, called The Majestic. We ended up going there to watch The Croods with my uh, daughter. It was for our anniversary, and she's like, oh, I want to do something with you guys, too. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go see a movie. Um, you know, we've gotten to the point now where, like, we can trust her, like, as far as, like, keeping her mask on and being safe and stuff like that, so... We've gotten to the point where we can trust her. So we went and saw that. We saw it at the Majestic. Um, I don't know if any theaters near you do this, but the theater we went to um, has these seats where we, you can literally like just like lounge back like you're in a freaking Lazy Boy or whatever, and they're mechanicalized. Yeah. So you can... Um, not... 
I mean, and it puts got, your feet mm, up. Like, yeah. it's fucking amazing. And I'm just like, okay, thank you, Majestic. You've ruined all theaters for me. I can never go to a theater unless it lets me kick my butt. That's like, that's like Alamo Drafthouse. Like, Studio Movie Grill is not a bad chain, but Alamo mm-hmm. Drafthouse in Texas is fucking where it's at. Easily the best movie theater experience I've ever had, primarily because they they love movies. And they're like, hey, if you're on your phone, you get two strikes. On that second strike, you're out. You don't get a refund. Go fuck off. You know, and plus mm-hmm. the food's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I get you on that for sure. All right. You ready? Uh, this one, I messed up my order, so this one is in. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, Henry, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Henry? Uh, Henry Cavill recently suffered a injury while on 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 the thing on the Witcher. Thank you. <laughs> Things are hard these days. Uh, on The Witcher. So he gave an update. He says, do, 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 where is it? Oh, uh, we are in lockdown in the UK. So I'm using my once a day outdoor exercise to go for a frisk jog since my hamstring injury. It wasn't fast and certainly wasn't far, but it has been a major step in my recovery and my first step to getting back into the groove after a Christmas that had may have involved more more than a few cups of mulled wine and exceptionally fat turkey. <laughs> I like it a little playful and also like, you know, comforting the fans or whatever. Yeah. Honestly, one of the things that I really enjoy or not enjoy, but I I don't, I don't like the fact that he got injured, but I, it's kind of one of those that it it makes me look forward to season two because it's like, what could he have done that got him injured? Or, or, I mean, we know what he did, but it's like the level of, of um, physicality that caused him to get injured filming this. It's like, okay, like that's, it's like a respect thing when it comes to the quality of the show. Respect. Yeah. Put spec on it. It's like it's like when Tom Cruise got his ankle shattered or whatever. For the longest time, I never saw what actually happened. Then, I, like only recently, like I actually saw. I think it was a Corridor Digital was doing one of their stuntman reacts thing, and they actually zoomed into his actual ankle. And I'm like, oh, that's how it happened. God damn! Like Are the way he. Yeah, the Tom Cruise one. Like, the yeah. one he hits the wall. It's like, I thought he would have cracked a couple of ribs. How did he do his ankle? They finally, like, zoomed in to where his ankle was. And it goes mm. from this to, like, <clears throat> like, oh, that's how it happened. Yeah, it was And bad. the fact that he gets up yeah. and he kind of just, like, <clears throat> like, he limps it off so he could finish the take. It's like, that's dedication. Yeah. But also, a really good reason to have stuntmen because it's like oh okay that's why you have stuntmen because when you do shit yourself you end up hurting yourself and now the entire production is fucked which luckily they had tons of scenes because this is a huge sprawling epic or whatever they had tons of scenes that they could just uh film while he's you know not doing so well or whatever so luckily they were able to do that so um anyways um you know what i think girls really do get it done you know it's been said once or twice before maybe not here maybe not there but girls really do get it done uh women directed more top grossing movies than ever in 2020 uh according to a new study women accounted for 16 percent of the directors working on the 100 highest grossing films last year so 
that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was a nice little headline I thought was just like, you know what, that makes sense. Also, with the fact that Patty Jenkins was the director for Wonder Woman, she is now officially the director who did the highest grossing in, like, yeah. In 2020, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and and with Patty Jenkins in mind, like I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what she does. Like I said before at the beginning, like Wonder Woman, the first one, I really didn't care for, and I don't think that was any fault of Patty Jenkins by any means. Um, I think but it was, was it more the fault, fault in her stars. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't think that was a fault on her. I think that was a fault on the team in charge of the DCEU mm. in terms of like, and maybe not, I don't know. Cause Wonder Woman 1984 is not getting great and people are, but like with the news of her, with the news of her doing the rogue squadron movie, it's like, okay, like I really want to see kind of what you do, but I mean, yeah, that's definitely, it's an awesome headline. It's an awesome thing to see. Um, I'm, I'm ready to also see what it's going to be like, when we're not in a COVID theater era. Cause I feel like I want to see more of this, you know, I want to see more vocal diversity as far as putting out good movies and I want to see it done. Well, I don't want to ghost. Nobody wants a ghostbusters 2016 again, where it's right. like, Hey, let's show how powerful women are by showing how powerful it's like, no, just give us a good fucking movie. Yeah. And, yeah. No. So when, when it's too obvious, that's when people don't like it because even, Assuming that you're an ally, so to speak, you know what I mean? Even if you are, a, like, I'm a man and I'm a feminist because I have two daughters and a wife or whatever. And even if I'm a feminist, femin- I said that weird. Feminist. And then, 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 Anyways, <laughs> even the fact that I might be a quote unquote feminist, like, it, they lose me when they're just so goddamn obvious about it, you know? And I much prefer a character who's strong and powerful, who happens to be a woman, happens to be black, happens to be an Asian, happens to... Those are the best written characters. Um, uh, a black creator on YouTube actually put out a move or a video right after Soul, and he really appreciated that, yes, there was black culture in the movie, but the, char- the main character himself was a character who happened to be black. And that's the best way to represent a black person because, you know, you're you're not doing stereotypes. You're not, like, showing this person and, like, you know, giving them the Hollywood treatment. No, you're showing a character who happens to be black. And that's the same thing with uh, empowering women. Like, if you look at Ripley, nobody sat around and said, hey, you're a woman. Shut the hell up. So that you could show how she rose up against the the naysayers and whatnot. No, instead they just made her a really badass character, especially in the second one, that she just happened to be a mother type character. Yeah, don't fucking pay don't, attention. <laughs> don't write a character. Um, I didn't know you already had the camera on me, my man. Don't write a character to be targeted as that thing, have yeah. it actually be like a character. And it's, Oh, it just so happens to be. Yeah. God damn it. I hate when you do that. To me. <laughs> <laughs> One of these uh, times you're going to be like scratching your balls and be like, Oh shit. This is what you guys are trying to reproductions for is yep. to, to, for, yeah. Is that kind of shit? Is that kind of shit? Yeah. This is, <clears throat> this is the shit that you got. All right. So that uh, are the stories. For, oh wait, sorry. Did you want to say something more? Oh no, you were good. Good. No, Shut the good. fuck up then. Okay, uh, 
<laughs> those those are our stories in the entertainment world. After the music break, we'll come back and give you all your video game or all all your video game news. Uh, yeah, right. Like that's the right way yeah. to say it. <laughs> exactly, video game news. Yeah, video game it. news coming up next. Is, is the fact that um, it is such a triple A game and it got taken off the store? Like, name another PlayStation game in particular that got actually taken off the store. So, for nothing me, I feel like that's what's so unprecedented about it. Yeah, nothing of this caliber. Um, but as far as the details of it, they GameSpot noted that um, it's lost 79% of its player base since launch with its current peak being 200,000 players in comparison to December's peak of over a million players. Now, I know this game is huge, but even me, I didn't, like, I don't expect there to be continuously a concurrent million people playing this game on Steam. Like, you know, but I I think what's important about that is is how quickly it's lost. Like, it it did that in a month. And at the bottom uh, of the article here, they do note um, that Witcher 3 Wild Hunt took three months to lose that percentage. Um, now they, like it says here, they started at a lower peak of 92,000 when it launched in 2015, but it's interesting. I am really curious to see what happens with cyberpunk as far as if the release of the PS five and the series X versions help, you know, obviously if they're fixed at this point, if they're not fixed enough, I think that does kind of go into the play of cyber or uh, CD project reg. What have you guys been doing? Right. Right. that's a year more of development. Now I know COVID all that stuff that does make it hard, but it's like, okay, like some people are already starting to get on the outskirts of trusting CD project red. If that makes sense. Well, yeah, the Uh, aftermath of, of what happened and the fact that like, which I think that pisses me off the most is the fact that from the most part, we could tell that most of what we were getting was from like their PR. It wasn't really from, like the a dead developer. Dead. So it's like all the developers were probably, you know, crying wolf or not. Cry, I guess it's not crying wolf. It's if it's actually a wolf. Um, but they were, you know, they're crying, you know, hey, this isn't ready, you know, and they've already delayed it so many times. And remember, like when we talked about, like, I think the last time it got delayed, it's like, hey, just delay it till fucking May or so, or March. So it's still in the fiscal year. So, and boom, then we got this whole mess. And it's just like, God, I feel for those fucking people. That's what hurts the most. Cause like, it's just like, and to put another uh, uh, perspective on the loss of, of players, if you look at like Skyrim or Fallout 4, there's still a huge community of people playing that game they play mods they play you know like there's still a huge community years and years after those games have come out so it's like just to put that into a different perspective it's like the fact that they've lost so many people oh yeah it's a single player game it's you know it's only meant to be played through a couple like no like a good game like this could have been keep going for a while for for a lot i said this yeah i feel like i feel like this game is going to have a mass, like it already has a massive drop off, like a massive um, dip, but I think it's going to get a recent rise, um, you know, because especially with people are still playing Witcher 3. 
Um, and you know, I, I think that they, they'll finally be able to show us, you know, what they're really, what they're really doing <laughs> once they get everything fixed. Um, now speaking of developers, uh, well, kind of in a way, it's a really bad thing. <laughs> uh, Nintendo going, going. <laughs> buys, uh, the Canadian studio behind Luigi's Mansion three, as well as super Mario strikers, which I do. Okay. I forgot that super Mario strikers was a game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this also comes from, well, this comes from Kotaku. Oof. Um, <laughs> uh, Nintendo just announced that they purchased next level games who develop titles, obviously Luigi's Mansion three, dark moon and super Mario strikers. Um, cool. You know, I, I don't feel like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't feel like we really get a lot of news of Nintendo's studios, if that makes sense. Like, is everything, like, everything can be in-house, can it? Uh, yeah, honestly, if you would have told me that Luigi's Mansions 3 and Mario Strikers was made by somebody who wasn't in-house, I, I would have been like, nah. yeah. That's why this news feels kind of weird because we're used to hearing it with, you know, Microsoft and Sony of, oh, they bought Gorilla. Oh, you know, they had like, you know, they, they're buying these studios, mm-hmm. Insomniac, probably the most recent one. But it's like, you don't hear that often with Nintendo. Right. So, um, which I mean, is good on them. Like, don't burn yourself out as far as like in house production. Like, if you find talented, you know, developers and, and studios, you know, acquisitions are, are always good. Acquisition. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really much uh, to it. There's a there's a quote at the bottom saying it is time for more Super Mario Strikers, my dudes. And I'm like, I don't. Yes. Know <laughs> oh, my God. Like you saying that you didn't even remember it was a thing. I'm like, fuck you. It's an awesome game. Like I would have much rather had like eight Mario Strikers than eight freaking top spin Mario or whatever. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. I haven't really played much of the offshoot Mario games, but. Yeah. Um, now, into depending on how you put this, <laughs> not so good or good news. Um, this next article comes from GameSpot. Sony confirms that the PS4 Pro is being discontinued in Japan. Um, read, read the headline. Read, read, read the headline. The console giant has ceased production of no, all. No, no, the- no. PS4 Pro, more like PS4, PS No Mo. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, that is, no, 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 that is weird. Okay, so so I'll, I'll I'll go into it. The console giant has ceased production of all but one of its PS4 models in its native Japan. Japan. And its native Japan, indicating that the transition to PS5 will be swift. From there. Now, okay, I, I want to know more. I'm, I'm going to read. Uh, normal for console manufacturers like Sony and didn't produce consoles, but it appears the process may be faster this time than its previous generations, as reported by Japanese outlet GameWatch. Uh, translated to VGC, Sony has discontinued every model of the PS4 except for the standard Jet, pla- jet Black 500 gig PS4 Slim. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which you would. Hmm. I mean, I mean one of may- the main reasons they do it is because the Pro is the same price as the discless uh, PlayStation 5. Right. I was going to say that makes sense, but it also you don't want to have a game that's marginally as powerful as the PS5. Um, so it does make more sense to have high end over here, real low end over here. Um, but I just I feel like the PS4 base PS4 has kind of been weaned out for most already um just because it's it's such a like for me and it could it could just be very isolated but um i 
brought my so I have two PS4s, whatever. I have a PS4 Pro and I have my Star Wars Battlefront one I got Your several years. Privilege is showing. Yeah, I know. Um I went to you know what I'm not actually gonna finish that. That's gonna actually make my privilege show, so I'm not gonna do that. Um but I I expect that it'll be followed in the US as well. Like yeah. I, I mean, do you think it should have been the other way around where they discontinued the slims but kept going with the pros? I do personally because I feel like the pro is less powerful than the PS5 for sure, but I feel like it's enough to where you can have those different SKUs and just drop the price of the PS4 Pro. Um, because the like the base PS4, especially with the games, Cyberpunk being a great example, you can't play that on a base PS4. Yeah. There are a lot of games that are being made that are just not optimized as well for that console. Um, and I know they're not going to completely discontinue previous gen at all because you, know, you still have that massive player base, but obviously we're seeing an issue with production of PS5, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get here in a little bit um uh we just like no one can get their hands on one like mm-hmm. the moment you announce it it's gone <laughs> did i hit my hit my desk but i'm i expect that we'll see news coming soon that they're going to halt production for the most part to really focus on ps5 because i feel like that's the only avenue they have left to really start to get more consoles out yeah um I didn't mean to hit that one that time. Um, you know, in this t- today has been a lot more development news than I actually expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one kind of excites me. Going on to the next story is also comes from GameSpot. Um, Respawn is working on a brand new IP. So, don't know who Respawn is. Which, if you've been living under a fucking rock for yeah. what the fuck, guys? <laughs> uh, Apex Legends, Titanfall One and Two, Jedi Fallen Order. As we expected that they might be working on a sequel to Fallen Order, or I don't think anyone expected a sequel, sequel to Apex Legends, but <laughs> I think this kind of confirms that Titanfall 3 is dead. They are officially working on a new property. Yeah, yeah, um, maybe. And this comes from, you know, job listing, where they're seeking engineer for technologies that will help players keep adventuring forever. Very broad. Love the hiring speak. It's my <laughs> ever. Um now, one of the things they say on this is that it, it is in a small incubation team for now. Um, so if the new game does materialize, it's it's going to be a good ways off. So that yeah. is a good sign that we might have, you know, Jedi Fallen Order 2 already starting in development. Um, but it would my have to be, right? I want it to be. I really do. Because I think that Fallen Order was a really good game. But I think it more than anything was a really good first step. Like, yeah, I can't wait to for sure, yeah enhance and make it better yeah uh, but let me ask you what do you think this could be what do i think it could be um i'm not sure uh if it's adventuring forever it would be kind of cool to have something in the titanfall universe but kind of like destiny you know what i mean so like we're we're boosting around we're wall running on walls but we're also like calling in our titans and like because like the lore of titanfall actually has like a pretty good lure to it so like being able to do that but we're in like the world of destiny or something like that or the world of apex you know which is technically titanfall anyways but still like in that world but it's this giant like destiny kind of game i could see something like that and that would i think that would work really good in in that world 
Yeah, no, you're right. The adventuring forever and even notes in the article here is is a good indication of it being a live service game. Yeah. No uh, service. <laughs> so, yeah, here's the thing that I I really want. Um, I'll show you the thing. <laughs> I would like maybe a less shooter focused kind of game. If it is okay, going to be a okay. live service, um, I I think respawn has a proven track record of one of the best features of their games being mobility in the game for sure Fall, for example um in terms of just the movement and the mechanics and titanfall and apex legends obviously being the the key players here um but i i want respawn to do something different and yeah, i think that's a good point i think that they've done well at that over the past few years in terms of showing what they can do. And of yeah. course, when Titanfall came out, they really started that generation of shooters for better or worse, you know? Yeah. Jetpack. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so I, I would like to see respawn, whatever this game is, be that next thing. So yeah. could they be the next destiny? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, not much new information on that. Hopefully we'll hear something soon. We might not, I mean, COVID whatever, but, um, excited either way uh let us know also what you guys would want or what you think this could be um because i mean definitely several different ways that that could go um all right so make sure you make a pause for my for my joke okay okay no i was planning on it okay now going back to having hard production for the ps5 uh ps2 a ps2 themed black ps5 is going to be on sale this week and it's gone wait for it uh what it's gone it's all gone no wait for it what's all gone the black special edition playstation 5 but it didn't do too well it's gone okay <laughs> I, I did the thing where I, I recorded my voice again. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing about this. I saw the story go and this joke played in my head immediately because I wasn't gonna get my hopes up. I <laughs> right. knew and it's good. <laughs> it wasn't gonna be anything that's that I would get a chance to even get my hands on. Like it's right. cool, don't get me wrong. Oh, um, so oh it's so pretty. It's so pretty. Like here, we're okay. gonna go to our big screen here. We're gonna go to our Google. Here, keep talking for a second. Um, which this kind of leads into was it D Brand? I, I don't remember who actually did this. Was it D Brand who put this out, or is it just some retailer that we don't know really much about? No, I think it's officially licensed or whatever. But look at that. It's so pretty. Can I get a yeah. closer look? Oh, it's being dumb. Okay, open and new tab. No, really... why is it being dumb? Open image and new tab. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, look at that. It looks so pretty. It's yeah. It looks really really good. God, like especially with the lights on. Yeah, oh. right. Exactly with the blue. Like especially you can see it more on the controller and the color PlayStation logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so pretty. Now here's the thing. I wouldn't get I wouldn't feel so bad about this because I think that everyone I think this can be made. I, I think that this can easily be, you know, 
customized in some way, which yeah. which I think well, I think the main thing is, is that this is a PS2 themed one. So the logo yeah. and the way it is on the controller, the way it is on the um, console mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that will continue because obviously, even if we look at like the PlayStation the regular PlayStation five, it doesn't have the PS logo. So we might see a black one again. It just won't look quite the same. So sorry, go on. Yeah. Well, it kind of leads into an interesting thing that's going on with the PS five. Not only can you not get your hands on it, but it's, it's interesting as far as the customization um, of the console and how easy it is to take off those plates. Okay. And like, D brand, which is a company I had referenced before, who makes you know skins and makes cases and stuff like that, um, they're doing a line of PS5 shells basically, which is interesting because that that PlayStation 5 website that came out before the loop, <sighs> so they got stripped down. So it makes me wonder if they and I actually I'm gonna fact check myself if yeah. they're like being officially licensed or if yeah, while, while you're being fact checked, I found a picture of it with the lights on on the console and God damn <laughs> God damn it's so pretty Okay, so yeah, um, when you go to Dbrand's website, which if you, if you just go to dbrand.com if you want to pull it up on your end, Nick, okay. um, the first thing that pops up is PS5, and which makes me think that they did get officially licensed by Sony to be able to sell this, but Sony hasn't, you know, <laughs> brought anything about it. But the only one that they're really selling right now is a matte black faceplate. Um, but they're also selling a skin combination, which would make the basically the um, centerpiece white. So it's almost like an Oreo kind of finish. It's like a reverse. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just because they can. Uh, honestly, because they can. But um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see this generation, what PlayStation will do in terms of customization for the PS5. Because, mm-hmm. you know, with everything else, like it's a shell that you can't take off with the PS4. And so there are these custom additions. Whereas if I'm trying to market this to sell to people, like what are you going to PlayStation? What are you going to do to incentivize me to pay $500 more for the special edition console when I can easily take these plastic plates off, mm. either cut them and paint them myself or buy them off Etsy, you know, or something yeah. like that. So, well, and I mean like considering the amount of money they could make, if they just license somebody to do it for them, I feel like, like that would be the smartest thing to do. Like we've seen mock-ups of the Spider-Man one. We've seen mock-ups of, um, Hey guys, sorry for the abrupt ending due to Twitch muting some of our content. It made it basically the last two minutes of the show was muted out. So I do apologize for that. All the more reason to make sure to go to twitch.tv slash Productions or on Facebook at Productions or YouTube at Productions. All three places stream simultaneously every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Time. That way you won't miss anything. But once again, sorry for that. Um, we will hopefully try to fix that in the future. Through, we'll make it through, we'll make it through, I'm stuck on you.